0: Uh, carve into a beer podcast.
1: That's right. I'm going to do one thing before we go. Okay. And that is to go shut the door ah. over on the other side, just so that if the, mystery- for the. For
0: the folks at home, John's getting up and walking across the room to go shut the door on the other side. Uh, he's taking a long trek, but he's using caution as he goes, making sure that everything is safe and sane for the uh, the remainder of the podcast. Did I say sane? When Sane. sane. It's <laughs>
1: You're listening to Beer School. We're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. There's lots of different beers to like. Some are made right down the street from where you live, and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you. Learn why beer tastes like it does, how all the different styles came about, and all of the words you might use to describe what you're tasting. The best part about the homework is beer. The best part about the homework... Wait... The best part about... uh, This is the wrong notes. The best part about Beer School is that the homework is beer. Yes, it is. I'm John Foster, and I'm sitting across from my distinguished guest, Motor. Thank you. And uh, we're going to do an interesting show today. Yes.
0: uh, It's... Going around, we're finding beers that if you want to step up from Budweiser and try something else, what might be the first step on the way up the beer pyramid?
1: Yeah, where where is that going to go? Because here's the thing. With Budweiser or that insepid American-tasting beer, um, as the Australians that I ran into the other night uh, shouted out, they said uh, it's canoe beer. Canoe. Yeah, canoe beer. Why is it canoe beer, John? <laughs> because, okay, the joke goes like this how is drinking american beer like making love in a
0: canoe uh you're rolling around in, alum- in aluminum getting a sunburn
1: <laughs> anyway we're going to keep our no tag on the show and you can look that up in the show notes later on um or we'll tell the joke in the end uh, at the at the end of the show so we have a, <laughs> so we have an interesting array of beers we have a hefeweizen a pilsner what would be considered a... a it's a, a, it's a Munich-style Munich dark beer. And then we have a stout. And we're, we call these out as the beers that we would use to introduce our friends who don't like that dark stuff to other tastes. Yes. And uh, so uh, all of these things have, like, for example, the, the Hefeweizen is an amazing summer beer. I don't know why I like this beer so much on a hot summer day. Oh, when we get around to it, it could have been one of my epiphany beers. It could have been, yeah. I think the the thing that's interesting, we should pour this while we're talking about it. Um, The thing that's interesting about the Hefeweizen is that it has a very citrus-like flavor. Sometimes people describe it as lemons. Some people describe it as oranges. I like to say it looks like apple juice sometimes. It does look like apple juice a little bit. It has that same kind of color. And we'll get the Pantone book out in a second and uh, and uh, give you a color. Uh, this Are we beer, telling you what Hefeweizen it is? Um, we're going to talk about the Hefeweizen style first. Okay. Okay. So it's a, it's a wheat beer. Hefe means wheat. And Weizen means that if you drink it, you'll get wiser. <laughs> So smart beer? No, it's not what that means. <laughs> no, it's uh, this
0: is a, this is an American one, uh, and sort of define the American style. Although it's not like the traditional German hefeweizen, it's close to it, but the flavors are different. I personally like this hefeweizen. The uh, the German stuff, though, I don't like some of the flavors in the well, German hefeweizen. Why is it? Is it just too heavy or the coriander? The coriander thingy. Flavor.
1: See, and that's and that's interesting because. Well, because um, the coriander flavor is going to come from the yeast, mm-hmm. right? So basically you're tasting a, a a style that's, well, what the Germans would be drinking and would love. But from a point of view of your next beer, this would be a really good stepping stone because it has a couple of properties that are very similar to American beer. It finishes really clean. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it doesn't have a big sour taste right. in the beginning. So uh, it's – the the first thing someone's going to do when they pour this out, and they'll probably want to have it in a bottle or out of the bottle first, even though that's the wrong way to taste the beer, um, is that it looks cloudy. It looks like it's gone off like because you can't see through it. Right. It's sort of the, the, the cold, chilled apple juice look going on. Mm-hmm. It's like apple cider that just came through the press. Yes. Way to describe that, although it doesn't taste anything like apple cider.
0: Oh, I, gotta, I gotta get into my epiphany on this one and where this, where this beer stands in my life of beer. Okay. Uh, this is, uh, we'll fess up, this is Widmer Hefeweizen out of, out of uh, beautiful Portland, Oregon. We love Portland. Beer's been around for about 20 years, and the original, uh, Widmer's grown very big. They've got a beautiful place up in Portland. Uh, great German food. They do a lot of German beers, uh, also IPAs and other things like that. They're relatively easy to find. All these beers we picked up at Safeway this week, uh, passing Porn and Liquor, going <laughs> on to Safeway, because we wanted to get
1: something that was pretty easy for anybody to get where they're listening. Well, we wanted the, this beer to be fresh. Right. Because that one, this is going to be the most fragile of the beers to, to move around. But the, uh, the
0: old uh, Widmer Brewery. Was next to a sort of restaurant bakery in downtown Portland. And I remember going up for the Brewers Festivals, and they just had a little bar next to this this cafe on Salmon Street. And the building's there. It's got a, on the corner of the building, it's got a bronze salmon shooting through the bricks and out the other side. Yes. And I just remember sitting up on warm summer days up in Oregon for the Brewers Festival and drinking this Widmer Hefeweizen that I'd never had any beer like this before and just being amazingly good. A lot like the uh the Rataburger from a couple of podcasts back it's a beer that sometimes doesn't travel well, especially in cakes. sometimes you get sour sometimes you get a nice big round sweet beer um uh, well that's
1: because it's it's bottle conditioned and it's yeah. unfiltered right so the because it's unfiltered, the yeasts are still active in the in the beer they don't go away right unless they eat all the sugar but then but that's where that uh it's a that's, that's where the taste is coming from. To use foodie words, it's a live it's a, product. <laughs> it's, it's, a, a live. it's a live product. It There's stuff going on,
0: on in here. But it's a tremendous beer, and flavor-wise, it fits in really well if you're moving up from the American lagers that you can buy in cans at the
1: gas station. I like it. I like it, this beer I, a lot. I love it. It's a, no, so so what, um, what we didn't do with this beer is we did not add a lemon. Um, a, lot of, <laughs> yeah. a lot of people that serve a wheat beer will will put a uh, wedge of lemon in the glass. And um, I don't know where that tradition comes from. <laughs> I don't think it comes from Germany. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, I think it's partially because there's, there's the citrus flavors that are sometimes in the, in the wheat beer. And you also associate a uh,
0: little slice of citrus with some sort of refreshing, summery thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's also that beer that you put a lime into. Um you know, you know with that they, beer, you, if you put a lime in the top of the bottle and no beer comes out, you're probably improving the beer and your, your <laughs> beer drinking experience. You know uh, why but put, with Widmer Hefeweizen, it's a great beer. Usually, oh, I just noticed we have a sludgy. Yeah, there's, oh, a, lot. there's a there's a good deal of sludgy yeah, on the bottom a, of the bottle here.
1: So, it, it, again, this is one of those things. You When you've never had a beer like this, you're like, What's up with the beer? What Why is the, the crust the bottom What's of the that? bottle? Well, that's because it's unfiltered, and right. so as the yeast die, and there's actually billions of them in a bottle of beer. There's enough of them at the bottom just to be able to see them. Yeah, speaks largely for the for the for themselves that they ate and ate and ate until they died until and sank <laughs> to the bottom of a bottle of beer. I think that would be a good way to go. <laughs> um anyway the the lemon can actually bring out more flavors of this of this type of beer it's not It's not necessary to have one, and a lot of people bartenders will just put it on the top and then it's to you to decide do you want to float that in the in the beer or do you want to squish it in or or what you want to do with that? If I get a lemon, I usually just buy chew up the lemon itself and then have <laughs> the beer afterwards, not that I'm already bitter enough
0: or sour. Um, let's see. What else can we talk about about this beer? It should be – you should be able to find it most places. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, – well,
1: with all these beers, we're assuming you should be able to find it most places. Well, in the style, at least, is – is travels all around. I mean, Right. Pyramid makes one. Gordon Beers Gordon makes beer, one. Gordon Beers makes one. I think that Sam Adams has a Hefeweizen now.
0: Yeah, I think so. And you can also uh, – maybe German Hefeweizens as well. Or uh, this is also close to uh, one of your
1: Epiphany beers the Hoogarden. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. It's very Garden like Yes. Or Hoogarden. Garden. As we would be corrected if we had a German-speaking person. Yeah. You know, those those tricky Europeans. They those tricky Europeans. Tr- Some of them have a different word for almost <laughs> everything. <laughs> train is train. Zug. Oh, train is zug. Zug. And beer is... Uh, beer. beer. Yeah. <laughs> they invented the words, so of course it's going to be beer. <laughs> Although they spell it differently. Yeah, they, it might, put a, they put an I and maybe an extra E at the end. Uh, no, the
0: French, I think, is B-I-E-R-E, but German is B-I-E-R. So you can say there is an I in beer if you're in Germany, but you wouldn't say it that way. <clears throat> there's
1: no S in team, though. But there's an <laughs> S in teams. <laughs>
0: We're talking too much, we're not finishing our we are
1: we're, we're we're enjoying the uh we're enjoying what comes out of the beer, which is <laughs> which is crazy talk, not crazy talk around here. This is a serious show to educate people
0: on how to become better beer drinkers exactly. I'm just amazed that you can do that <laughs>
1: just and we're just using beer. the little
0: we're just using little baby pints. I know
1: it makes us look huge <laughs> actually, this should be the official it's beer school huge-er. huge er huge. Um, this should be the official pint of the tw- of the uh, beer school. So when we actually get around to selling products, we'll just get these imprinted. It's a little glasses. Yeah, it's Me- a little petite tea-, tea party glasses. But it doesn't help. It's
0: not like we're drinking less beer. We just have to pour it twice into the glass. We have uh, what are these? Eight ounce. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, this is an eight ounce. It's, it's a great little glass. Uh, it's a scaled down version of the traditional mixer glass that you get in most pubs. Uh, same shape. But it only holds eight ounces. And so it's a sort of dainty uh dainty glass for our tasting. Um
1: this is a beer that should not be served warm. No, not at all. Not at all. No, I was just thinking about that. Like this is something that you want to keep Well, because of the way it's it's um it's fermented. Yeah. <clears throat> it's gonna be fermented cold. Everything is Everyth- fermented. Everything Well I know that. But this is <laughs> fermented cold err, then say uh, the negro modelo okay so you really want to drink the beer kind of at the temperature where where it was where it was made so okay. I would say 40 degrees is probably your target okay pretty cold but cold like my heart
0: cold like did we get a Pantone number on this beer yet <laughs> I'll be right back. we got you know we started a tradition we have to carry through with these traditions uh, for the listener at home, John's going over and getting the Pantone book. If you don't know what Pantone is, you have to look up the uh, – oh, what show did we start that on? We started that on Epiphany Beer Number 1 show, yeah. right? Yeah. Pantone is a color-matching system. The graphic designers use it. So instead of using any sort of fancy beer stuff, we're going
1: to – it's like looking at paint chips next to your beer. Here it is. Okay. It's a Pantone 137 PC. Excellent. Do we have a CYMK number yeah. there? Yeah. 0 uh, 38 95 zero. Okay. We've used that number before and it sounds familiar. <laughs> Not keeping track though, that's somebody else's job. That's the intern's job. We, we don't a... have an intern yet. We need an intern. Put that on the list. Exactly. Put Do that... the interns get Glocks? No, they don't get Glocks, they get Blocks. <laughs> the correct answer is no, the
0: interns share a Glock. <laughs> John almost spit all over his mixing board on that one. Oh, man. Why would they share a Glock? You have to watch the movie. What movie? <laughs> Life Aquatic. Oh,
1: I do remember that now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they share a Glock. <coughs> what we need <clears throat> is a script girl. We do need a script girl. So all are we right. on to the next beer? We are. Let's go to the next beer. What would that next beer be? I would say let's stay in the, in the German style. Okay. Well, these are all German styles. Except for the Guinness. And let's go with this one. Just from the German part of Dublin, though. Because this is going to have a similar, maybe a similar taste. I don't know. (laughs) So I have uh, a... We need to go to beer school. (laughs) I have a beer that was uh, started by a brewery in 1842. Wow. That's an old brewery. That is an old brewery. And, uh, uh,
0: And it's the first one to make this type of beer. So I'm holding in my hand
1: a Pilsner. What we've talked Pilsner. and we've talked about Pilsner on the show before. Um, this is the style that, again, this is a good summer beer. Yes, it's uh, best served cold. It's um, it's light tasting. It doesn't have a big. Well, it depends on the style that you're that you're getting, but it doesn't have a big sour finish, and it usually finishes clean. Well, this beer is the.
0: The grandfather of all beers that come in cans that you can get at a gas station now. So this is the beer in flavor, which should be most like your typical American beer-in-a-can, girls-in-bikinis selling that beer, beer.
1: Except they're big German girls. <laughs>
0: no, that's no. For the St.
1: Pauli girl. Oh, right. Have I told the St. Pauli girl story yet? No, go ahead. No, I'll tell that later. Well, we don't have St. Pauli girl, so we have, we have Pilsner or Cal. And uh, that's spelled U R Q U E L L. Yes, and it's brewed in Pilsen, Pilsen, which I, I was would say the, Pilsen. It's,
0: it's in the uh, it's in the Czech Republic. It's in the Czech Republic. You know, I can tie this beer into Portland, Oregon. We should do a beer game called the Seven Degrees of Portland, Oregon. Okay. Uh, one of the—I've uh, never been to Pilsen, but I was looking at going to Pilsen because of two things. First, this beer—it's got the Pilsner Quill brewery where they brew Pilsner Quill. and um, second of all, it's where Skoda is located. Skoda builds the streetcars that they have in Portland, Oregon. That's—I <laughs> mean, it would have been perfect. I could have gone to the streetcar factory and to the brewery. I mean, that's a—that's a double play for me.
1: So it's a, I think it's going to be Pantone. It's a nice golden color. Yeah, it's this one right here. It's a 157C, which has an RGB value of 233, 153, 74, or an HTML that's E9994A. Perfect.
0: Well, so what are you this, tasting in this beer?
1: I'm tasting like Budweiser, but really good Budweiser. Exactly like like this beer this is what they what the brewers set out to make but what they did was they chased the american palate which said didn't want a bitey end this has a bit of a bitey end but mm-hmm. it just finishes really smooth and clean and it has a a clear color but I'll tell you it's not it's not uh, like, transparent. No. Like the... It's like, not like the Rattaburger. It's not like the Rattaburger, and it's not like the uh, champagne of beers. Right. You know,
0: they do get three points off the uh, total scale for putting it in green glass. Mm-hmm. But that is... Uh, a lot of the a lot of the pilgrims come in green glass.
1: Well, that's why this beer is a fragile beer. You have to be careful about where you buy this beer. Because if it's not handled correctly, it'll definitely kill the beer. Once again, that's why we didn't get it at didn't go shopping at porn and liquor for the beer this week. <laughs> we went to a place where it's there. They will have traffic and the and uh, the stocking person, the person who's doing the beer stock, will make sure that this beer is rotated in and out. Oh, I thought you were talking about like women's stockings. No, I was the stocking talking oh, person or or the stalker. St- the stocking. I might have a stalker. You are a stalker sometimes. I am not a stalker. You are. You're, you're stalking like waitresses. And <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. God. I'm, I'm not. <clears throat> John. Uh, actually, you have conflict coming up <laughs> at your favorite place. I have no conflict. I don't know what you're talking about. Evil has shown up and darkened your door. <laughs> a cold breeze has crossed my path. Hmm, the beard uh, Is cold. it Halloween yet? No, it's, not. Uh, it's about six months
0: away, though. Uh, what's a good beer to, uh, uh, for Easter? Good,
1: east, good, a beer that goes well with chickens. Hmm. Mm. Well, I this love beer of chicken, chicken, <laughs> this would go well with chicken. Like if we went to uh, got got, uh, I don't know, <clears throat> some sort of good chicken, some sort of good chicken. <laughs> I was trying trying to decide whether I would want fried chicken with this or just chicken on the grill. Oh, um, chicken on the grill. Yeah, with. uh Maybe a, uh, an orange sauce and slap a pineapple on the top.
0: I don't know about that. I, I, you're not going to tell uh, when uh, we get off and go do a, uh, a show up in the Sonoma County beer region. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like to call that wine country. I like to call that beer country. Uh, there's a supermarket up there that makes amazing uh, grilled chicken. They have a grill set up in their parking lot. And you pull up and you buy like half a chicken and it's perfect. Well, we're buying the whole chicken, we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they cut them in halves. So you buy them by half. Oh, you buy them by the half. Yes. But it's fantastic grilled chicken. We'll have to do the show there. I wonder what sort of, uh, thinking back, uh, Pilsen is once again in that region we like to call Bohemia, which is the eastern part of Germany, the Czech Republic. It's where scary fairy tales come from. Uh, The Brothers Grimm were from that part of the world. And the food there is a lot more heavy. This would be going with a lot more heavy, heavy food. Stuff that, you know, would keep you fat, the, the witches would use to fat like you Like Like Venusnitzel. Up. Yeah. That would be good. And uh, fried
1: plantains.
0: <laughs> yeah, there are a lot <laughs> of flat fried plantains. and You know, if you read a, uh, like the Lonely Planet Guide to Traveling in Germany, it says if you leave a big city and you're a vegetarian, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Pork is considered a vegetable in Germany. It is a vegetable. Although you can use... Because, it makes, because bacon makes a veggie burger taste really good. It's, <laughs> that's true. That's one of my favorites on a veggie burger. It's a motor burger, by yeah, the way. A motor veggie burger. If you order a motor burger at the 21st Amendment, they will bring you a veggie burger with bacon. Because oh, I like the patty that makes up the veggie burger it's, there. It's a really good veggie burger. And the, the sauce that goes with it. Yeah. You know, take the onions off, but, but still.
0: Lord. Onions
1: are the secret to long life. They are oh, not okay. You can go. We were both about to. Drink <clears at throat> oh yeah. The same well, time. okay. So no, no, you go. So at some point, this beer actually had a wax stamp on it for uh, uh, taxing in, purposes. Or? Uh, probably taxing purposes, but also just part of the thing. And now it's just stuck on the label. It's not the not a real not a real deal. Before 1844, beers were often dark and cloudy until. Our visionary brewmaster in Pilsen, Czech, created the world's first golden beer. This revolutionary breakthrough delivered an intensely rewarding taste and the original golden pilsner beer.
0: And it was the beer that spread throughout the world and that's what you have now in cans that you pick up at the gas station. Like I said, this is like this is like the best Budweiser I've ever had. You know, if uh If you were to draw like a family tree of beers and show where beers came from, Mm -hmm. this would be at the top of one of the pyramids as everything branches off. I'm sure it would be. That would be an interesting project. Do a gigantic graphic of different beers and where Mm -hmm. they fit. And if they branch one way, they're branching one flavor characteristic. If they branch another way, they're branching another flavor characteristic and sort of. Oh, I was not, You had a thought? I did. I had a thought. So, you know, you know what today is? Today is March 18th. It's the day after St. Patrick's Day. Ouch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of green bottles. This is the
0: these are the links we go to deliver a show to you, our listeners.
1: So check this out. Check. This, <laughs> go ahead. This beer is about 9 bucks a six-pack. Yeah, which is about 3 more dollars than your normal six-pack of Budweiser. How interesting is that, that from the first show where your homework was, spend three more bucks on a six-pack of beer? Hey, this is it.
0: You've got something going on there. The other interesting thing is, I believe, it may not be the golden days of the early 90s when a lot of people went to Prague to hang out and live for probably nine bucks a day, uh, but you can still get beer for dirt cheap in the Czech Republic. That's why I want to go. Uh, Nine bucks for a six-pack. Nine bucks is probably dinner in Pilsen mm-hmm. with all the beer you can drink. We've got to go there. There's We're, we're going
1: to have to do – when we do the video version of this, uh-huh. we're so going to this place. Oh,
0: I know. Uh, back to uh, my favorite book, yeah. uh, Three Sheets to the Wind. He tells a great story about going out to see the brewery there and uh, taking the, the bus out from Prague to Pilsen or the limo or however they're driving this guy around. And just the you look at the mountains and the countryside, and you understand this is where creepy fairy tales come from. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know we could tell all kinds of creepy fairy tales, especially from where we live.
0: <laughs> there are no creepy fairy tales here, just creepy fairies <laughs> no
1: <laughs> except for the ones who
0: dress like uh what was the main character in uh rocky horror uh
1: the cross dressing doctor guy yeah. I don't remember his name. He was pretty creepy. He was pretty creepy. I saw that guy on Muni the other day. Really? Not that guy, but, I mean, he was like, like yeah, he was like, he had orange glasses and weird orange hair, and he had this feathered necklace around him, I'm like, that looks just like that guy. Uh, Dr. Frankenfurter. Yeah, Dr.
0: Frankenfurter. You know, we don't need creepy stories about San Francisco. We don't need creepy made-up stories about San Francisco, (laughs) because this is where they invented the term Shanghai. That's right. It, oh. What happened if you got Shanghai,
1: John? You got you woke up. Well, so here's the thing: you came in. From, you and
0: I could e- e- each easily have
1: been Shanghai back in the day. Easily, yeah. Uh, so the thing <laughs> was is that the Barbary Coast was a wild and crazy place, and so people would come in the the uh, the boatswains, and they would be spending their money. They're out on the town mm-hmm. drinking. uh, uh, cavorting with women of ill repute. Yeah, of ill repute. Um, And, you know, eating some good food. So they'd go to a place. It didn't matter where it was because this happened many different places. A lot of them, though, were by the waterfront to make it easier. to make it easier. And so what would happen is somebody would buy you a beer. And they would go, Here, mate, have a beer. You drink it down, and the next thing you know, you wake up and you're on a boat, and you're in shackles, <laughs> and then it's explained to you that you've been in Shanghai. In that you've been that you've that you accepted this pro this uh this drink, and because you've wound up on the boat, now you're indentured to the boat for the duration until such time as your as your uh, I don't know until the boat returns. Until the boat returns.
0: Also, you didn't have to be in shackles because by the time you woke up. Oh,
1: the, you were out to sea. Well, no, no. You're in shackles <sighs> because this has to be explained to you that you are now indentured to the, to the ship uh, for the duration. And that the only way that – because you're there, you have to pay your passage. And the only way to pay your passage is to go and do work. Dope. Yeah. So, I mean, part of the problem was when San Francisco
0: – San Francisco was originally called Yerba Buena. And when San Francisco changed from Yerba Buena to San Francisco, that's because everybody was coming here because of gold. And people were coming from around the world, abandoning whatever it took to get here. And so you'd have a lot of ships... But the entire ship's crew would jump off and run to the hills and start looking for gold. So there were no crews left to get the ship back to where it was coming from. Right. So they got around to basically kidnapping people by getting them liquored up and then uh, dragging them off, throwing them on a ship. And you wake up and go, ha-ha, you got a new job now.
1: <laughs> um, so there's a place over uh, over on off of Polk Street, I believe, called Shanghai Kelly's, which is where we're going to actually do a show in the future.
0: Excellent. There are a lot of hot chicks that hang out at that bar.
1: That's why we're gonna go do
0: a show there. Right next to uh the Broadway tunnel. That's right. Which is an actual tunnel, that's not a you know another
1: bar or something. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well um, <clears throat> let's see, this might get edited because uh I'm trying to finish this beer without just gulping it. Uh ah. so just... I should keep telling stories. No. Give me one second. One
0: you, that's not for untrained professionals uh. I had a friend in college
1: who see the difference it, between this and the Budweiser is that I could get through the Budweiser in one <laughs> gulp because then I'm over it, but I like this this makes me this makes me want to have four beer. more bottles over I there. know
0: <laughs> Pardon me. We do have four more bottles over there.: I had a friend in college uh, getting back to to lowbrow tricks. Um, if you held a quarter at arm's length. He would take a cup of beer, slam the beer, and catch the quarter in the cup before it dropped to the ground.
1: <laughs> That's really fast. Yes. <laughs> All right, we're going to go south. We're going to leave the Czech Republic, and we're going to hop our way around the world, and we're going to go to... South of the border, down Mexico way. <laughs> we're going to go... To Mexico, I had
0: a beer that sometimes wasn't so golden so clear. this is almost
1: this is almost an epiphany beer for me. um I was at Macworld Expo probably nineteen eighty nine and we were at possibly one of the, the Cadillac we were at the Cadillac exactly oh
0: the Cadillac. I love the Cadillac, remember before they blowed it up Do you know um for the For those listeners who weren't in San Francisco fifteen years ago, uh, if you've ever been to Chevy's, uh the Cadillac Bar was the inspiration for Chevy's. Cadillac was an amazingly great place <laughs> a restaurant. It was a Mexican restaurant. Uh, if it was your birthday, they'd come out and wrap a tablecloth around your head and shove flan up your nose. <laughs> the waiters would stand around and sing and like and flan is this I don't like flan; Flan's like a custard. Uh, it's a traditional Mexican custard. A lot of people like it. I don't like custards in general. But they would sort of like have your hands behind your back, and they come over and start <laughs> pretending like they're feeding you, but they're actually just spooning the
1: stuff all over your face. Um, but the, the Cadillac, I miss the Cadillac. So we were having we were having dinner at the Cadillac, and um, I was going to order a beer, and I think I ordered random something. And they're like, no, no, let's get a bucket of Negro Modellos. Uh-huh. And so this beer comes out. And it's in a strange bottle, which makes it interesting to begin with. Yes, because it's curvy and weird. It almost looks like like a club. It's almost. stout. It's a stout bottle. And so, um, we poured the beer in glasses, and I taste this beer for the first time, and I'm like, "Wow, this is a this is not what I expected." For a couple of reasons. One of them is is that it's brown. On a, <laughs> on, a <laughs> on a Pantone on, level, on a Pantone level, we'll get to that in just a second. But but it's a but it's it's a uh, it's yeah here it is. Oh it's, there. that's a good wow. color. Wow. wow, how about that? It's, so it's Pantone one or a four seven one C, which is uh, RGB is one seventy eight eighty four twenty six, or your HTML value B twenty five forty one A. If you ignore the little bit of head, there's not much head on this beer at no, all. No, not at all. If you ignore the head, it looks like iced tea. Oh, that's that's a good way to describe it. It looks a lot like, a in glass fact, iced tea. it's almost like it's the same color as the bottle, <laughs> <laughs> the brown bottle that it comes in. So I get this beer, and we're eating tacos or Mexican food or whatever it was, and it was just, oh wow! And I kept, I'm like i just like, why did I not know about this beer before? Well, we're coming back. I think this is is an interesting truth
0: that we've discovered here, that good Mexican beer and good Mexican food is a great pairing. It is. If there's, you know, I'll only bash one beer on this
1: podcast, and it's the one that you can use a lime for a cork in. (laughs) You know why you put the lime in the bottle? Why? Keep the flies out of the beer. (laughs) Seriously, it's like a stopper to keep stuff to keep the ants and the critters. Yeah, my thing is if you're going to drink Mexican beer, drink something besides Corona. So, from a from a Budweiser point
0: of perspective, right? Yes. Why? Yes, that's a let's get back okay. on track here. John.
1: So, so from a Budweiser perspective, yes, this beer is dark. Yes, this beer is is brown. Yes, this beer is not anything that you're expecting this beer to to be, but if you taste this beer, it's it's clean it's crisp it's a little sweet it's a little sweet in the beginning very similar to the bud to the to uh the bud or the the miller but it's a nice sweet but it oh wow it's just it's one of these things like i want to have more of that (laughs) right you don't want to stop drinking this beer because suddenly you're you're you're, you've taken you've taken a left turn right no i mean correct (laughs) correct sorry and and now you're now you're Having something that it's a craft beer to begin with, and um, it actually tastes like something. It does taste like something. And traditionally, I did I did
0: my homework. I clicked on uh, mm-hmm. Negro Medellin, and I found out about this. This is once again like all most of the other beers that you find around the world outside of beer drinking or traditional beer countries. It's a German beer. This is to, uh, this is a Munich. This is a Munich style beer. Uh, we could probably in a future uh, show. Pair up Negro oh, Modelo yeah, with the with with, with. Spaten that's going to be most like it and pair up. Uh, just go through all the Mexican beers Whoa. and pair them. Like the Pilsner or Yeah. This is Budweiser, right? Or, or Negro or, uh, or, or, Modelo. Or Modelo, right. Modelo but I'm, Especial. <laughs> I just like saying Especial. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to try to make John laugh. Especial. <laughs> but, so I guess what I'm saying is from a from a where's my next beer, point of view this is everything that would scare somebody but don't be deceived don't look at this oh. and go oh okay it's it's uh it's dark it's brown it's it's it it's potentially icky Did you know what makes it brown sticks and twigs yeah no no but the idea <laughs> is okay so we should actually i want to compare this to to my to my reference beer which is um which is sierra nevada pale Okay. Okay. And so this beer does not have any of those properties that Sierra Nevada has, which is hoppier, has a bitter finish. It's um, The Sierra Nevada is actually lighter in color True. than this. So from a reference point of view, I'm looking at the Sierra Nevada, and, I, and we don't have one, but making them.
0: I've seen the enough. Air, I know what they look know like.
1: And So when you taste this, you're expecting it to taste to have all those properties that the sierra has bitter dark yeah makes sense yeah and so but when you taste it you're like wait this isn't this is more like this is more like the pilsner or Kel. if your assumption is that if you go from a light beer that comes in a can
0: that you bought at the gas station to a beer that's a different color that you're associating a certain flavor with a certain color and this beer doesn't exhibit the qualities that somebody who hasn't ventured beyond Clear beer uh, is going to have exactly. That was called a brain fart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm like the I'm head- going somewhere
0: <clears> with this thought. And, well, the
1: other thing is, man, like, I just I, lost. I the- poured this. You know, I'm pouring this beer, and I did a big heavy pour to see if I could get this to uh, to bubble up and get a head out of it, and uh, <laughs> um, and it doesn't. You know, Motor got some out of out of his bottle. Motor but got it- some head but it doesn't uh, it doesn't really exhibit that property <laughs> no matter how hard he
0: tried John could not get head <laughs> that's true in life <laughs> it's not I just, just had to say it. it's uh, not just true it out there it's not just true in beer, it's true in life. You left- you left it out there. It was a big, obvious <clears throat> softball that I had to hit. Speaking of hitting balls around, have you seen the gigantic
1: new television screen they installed at the ballpark? Oh, my gosh. It's so cool. They put the biggest TV in the world in our ballpark. Well, you know, when, if, you, if you're familiar
0: with uh, whatever the local ballpark's called this month. It's called Death Star Park. It's named whatever your phone bill uh, is called. Yeah, that's why we're calling it Death Star Park from here on. Um, when the, when the park first opened, everybody really likes the park. Boston fans have told me mm. when the Red Sox came out here, God, I wish uh, I wish Fenway was as nice as this. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, when they first opened, the way the scoreboard was set up, the, the TV looked like when they ran out of budget, yeah. they said, okay, and then we've got this TV. Everything else they did a very nice job on, but they didn't spend money on the TV. Now they've got... I guess because everybody else is getting a gigantic flat screen. The Giants got a gigantic flat screen this season. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And you could probably get, can you get
1: Negro Modelo at the ballpark? You can, actually. Um, there are. Um, oh, that's there, a show. That is a show. Oh, we're doing the show from the park. <laughs> oh, and the thing is, we can we can uh, hork the Wi-Fi from there, and we could do a live show. From the park. From the park. In
0: anchor in plastic bottles.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we're so doing that show.
0: So anyway, Negra Modelo, uh, try it. Even though on the label it says clearly, dark beer. It's, uh, in this This could also lead you, we don't have any uh, German beers. We do have the Czech beer, but we don't have any German
1: beers on our tasting. Um, this although is the like a, This is like a German beer, and the Hefeweizen was, the style was German clearly right. to begin with. Because well, of the name. Another
0: beer that... Uh, any of the Spaten beers, if those are easier to find, you might look at those. If you can't find Negra Modella or Pilsner Urquell, pardon me, Spaten out of um, out of out of Munich. Beck's usually doesn't travel well. If you're looking at German beers, although Beck's Dark might be something to try. Beck's Dark is usually a little bit more stable than the regular Beck's. You know, you know, the German told me this. You know why they brew Beck's in Bremen? No. So they can get it out of the country fast. (laughs) Bremen's the big port in Germany.
1: I used to drink Becks all the time. Becks can do the... Becks gets the same thing that happens to Heineken. But Becks was hit and miss. And that's why I stopped drinking it. Because it was like, it's either really, really good or it's bad. Yeah. And Becks
0: in Germany, even though German... Most around Germany, you get the local beer. Even if the local beer is sort of universally known Mm -hmm. or not. You go to Munich, it's Munich beers. If you go to Berlin it's Schultweiss and uh Berliner Weiss and things like that. If you go to Düsseldorf, it's Alt beers.
1: If you go to Lacrosse, Wisconsin, it's old style. <laughs> no, it's actually really good from, from the from the local point of view. Lacrosse? Lacrosse. You know, I went to uh and they have the world's biggest six pack there. Uh what size bottles?
0: They're these big they're like twenty five feet tall. He just made a shape that's bigger than his head. <laughs> Speaking of lacrosse, yesterday was Cal Stanford, uh Cal-Stanford rugby match, celebrating 125 years of rugby at the University of California, Berkeley, better known as Cal. And uh, as everybody should know, uh, Cal's rival and vice versa is the Leland Stanford Junior University of Palo Alto, California. And the Cal squad came out victoriously 83-0 yesterday.
1: Oh, talk about trust. <laughs>
0: It was a good afternoon. St. Patrick's Day and rugby with, and you're going to like this, John, don't, okay, sip now because I'm going to say something that Mm. might make you spit your beer. Okay. Um, The Cal Rugby Field is the only place where you can get, they have beer during the game. And Trumer Brewery that is set up um, Mm -hmm. out of Berkeley as the descendant of a old, old, old brewery out of Salzburg, Austria, um, they run the the, the Trimmer beer is available at the rugby match. That's amazing. They were doing green Trimmer yesterday. They were. Oh,
1: <laughs> those guys rule.
0: <laughs> so, yes, I had my green beer yesterday watching rugby. <laughs> you know, making beer green is kind of a trick. Well, what they were doing, uh, they serve in plastic cups. Uh-huh. Uh, and the beer is only $7. Uh, but they had this little thing that looked like a, a little. Paint stick, Mm -hmm. and they would just dab some dye on the inside of the plastic cup, and then pour the beer into it, and the beer turned green. Instead of coloring the keg or doing anything else, they were just individually dabbing some dye in all the cups and then pouring into the cups. That's a good idea. Yeah, I get it. Why don't you say something? I need. I will say.
1: um, What will I say? I will say that I wish that we had tacos because this beer is making me want tacos. (laughs) Where's the taco truck? The taco truck comes at eleven thirty. Every day, except for Sunday. Are there any static taco trucks in the city? I know there are a bunch all over Oakland. Oh, there's a couple of them. There's one over by uh, the Big Boxes, over off of... Uh, off Bayshore? No, uh, not off... Well, there's one on Bayshore, but there's also one over off of... Uh, take Towns into the end, do the roundabout, go over there. Oh, okay. And then there's two Big Box stores. Oh, by the... by the. Uh, yeah, we're not the, saying the name. Okay, TJ's? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all, you know oh, you know where big Nates is, yeah, okay there's a taco truck right across the street from Big Nates for those people who don't know what taco trucks are
0: because one of the great things about San Francisco that nobody realizes until they leave San Francisco is San Francisco is, San Francisco is where the gigantic burrito wrapped in tinfoil was invented uh, you can read gourmet magazine if you need to know any of this stuff, but also they're taco trucks, which is your basic catering wagon that shows up at at uh at construction sites. But there's this growing tradition over the last 10 years of these taco trucks where they cook fresh tacos and other Mexican food in these, in you know the catering trucks. And over across the bay in Oakland, there are static taco trucks that are just always parked in, in this the parking place, lot. Right. And you get the most
1: amazing food out of the taco trucks. There is a taco truck in Seattle that when I'm up there, I always go to that taco really? truck. Yeah. And in fact – a friend of mine actually hired that taco truck to cater his party. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so I was like, "You got you hired the taco t- the taco truck?" I <laughs> was like, "Yep." Well, it's like Tamale Lady. It's like the Tamale the Tamale Lady is incredible. <laughs> there, there's a talk You know how you know how there's that song about um uh Spoonman?
0: I'll say yes just yeah, for okay. the sake of continuity. There's a
1: song called Spoonman that uh that Pearl Jam did. About a guy who came, who goes to all these shows, and he's playing Spoons, right? There needs to be a song about the Tamale Lady. Well, they did a documentary about the Tamale Lady. They did? Yes. There's what, a documentary out is there. Is it on YouTube? The, Can we link to it? I don't know. We we should find that out. <sighs> the, tamale <In> lady, <laughs> the Tamale Lady has saved my life. Because I'm in the, you know, I'm, at, I'm uh. at Toronado, or I'm at Zeitgeist, and I'm having a beer, and I'm like, I've had many beers. And the person comes and says, Tamales! Tamales! The, and I'm like... Two, please. (laughs) Hot sauce? Yes. And then they... Oh, they're so good. The tamale lady is this older uh, Mexican
0: lady who comes around with a little... Not even a push cart. It's sort of a dolly with a, a Coleman cooler strapped to it full of tamales. And she hits all the bars. All the good bars. And she's just got
1: tamales and hot sauce. And pay a couple of bucks and they're good tamales. Yeah, exactly. I think two of them cost... It's four bucks. They're two bucks a piece. And I'm like, here, you can have my free beer card. uh, Have all my money. I need food. (laughs) 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 And, uh, well, like, my friends were in town. And so they're like, "Uh, where are we going to go eat? I'm like, here. like, there's no food here. I'm like, no, no, just wait. (laughs) And Tamale Lady comes by. And they're like, who's that? That's that's the Tamale Lady. We're getting (laughs) tamales. <laughs> then it's uh there it is. Tamale lady could be on the show. She, she uh she should cater. Does she speak? No, <laughs> she just said that wouldn't make good podcasting. John? <laughs>
0: no, she be she's here today. She's like it's ca- tamali
1: lady. <laughs> she should be the caterer for for our uh twenty one anniversary show.
0: Our twenty first anniversary. We're going to be doing this in. We're in, doing f- in two thousand twenty. No, no no no
1: no for the twenty first show. Ah. We're doing it live at the 21A. We're going to hook up Talk Shoe. We're going to do this. It's going to be weird. People are going to be looking at us. Yeah. I don't want people looking at us. We're going to drink Bitter American, and, uh, you know, food's going to show
0: up. Man, I'll get stage fright. I know. No way. To say That's when all the hot chicks that listen can come throw themselves at us.
1: I'm finally going to get some. <laughs> all right. We have one last beer. And this beer is the uh, – it Go comes ahead. in a can.
0: It is. It's a can of beer. Although it says pour into a glass on the side. It, makes, it also
1: says hear something. Yeah, hear something. This is a beer if you're watching your weight. This is – so originally this show was going to be called Dark Light. Okay. Then we got wise to that. We said, okay, that's kind of weird. Let's do the ne- you know, the, your next beer. This beer is considered to be a dark beer. It's like Darth Vader beer. It's a scary beer because you can't see through it. And it also it also does weird things when you pour it into, into a glass. And lots of people make fun of this beer. They're like, oh, do you want to have a fork with that beer? I'm like, shut up. But anyway... Ooh. Listen to all those sounds that beer makes That beer makes a lot of sounds We gotta make sure that when you open that one I'm that gonna step
0: away from the mic for a second Ladies and gentlemen And go find that paper plate And uh, oh there they are For those of you at home I'm walking across the room and getting some napkins We had a slight Oh
1: we had beer hydraulic failure exactly. That's why I put the napkins on the uh, table there
0: Oh you're thinking ahead
1: Yeah I was but then you removed them
0: I thought they were from your pizza party.
1: They were not from the pizza party. They were there. Was it somebody's birthday? Were you celebrating all the March birthdays? Pretty much. <laughs> no, no, we were celebrating the Ides of March. All right. So I just opened Guinness in a can. And do motor- you have Prince Albert in a can? No, I don't. Here, let's aim that one right there. No, we're gonna get this. Yeah, we're gonna get this. Uh, gonna get
0: this all high tech here. Yeah. On three,
1: two. It sounds. Now, so- did- did it you sounds hear that? so cool. The thing that sounds like a mouse dying? <laughs> Bob and Nosey. Like, There's a mouse in the beer, and the cop had so many pukes. <laughs> I heard if you, like, get a mouse in your
0: beer, you get, like, a free case of beer, eh? Hey. If you want free beer, go to the brewery, eh? Take off. Uh, that's some. That's that's a bit of uh Vinyl that I never bought that I kicked myself for not buying. The
1: Bob and Doug McKenzie album. Their comedy album, not to go with the movie. Well, and the thing that's the funnest about that, if you bought it as an album, it came with liner notes that gave you the script for You Are Our Guest. Really? (laughs) Sir, it did. Uh. So the fun thing about when you pour Guinness from the can into a bottle, or excuse me, into a glass, pouring Guinness into a bottle... Is that it does the same thing that it does if you get it when you're at a pub. I'm going to do the pour. That's true, John. The thing has this reverse cascading effect where the beer basically looks like it's bubbling up into itself. Yes. And that's because of the uh, the, the nitrogen carbonation that's going on. And the widget. And the widget. So what do we have here? We have a beer that is considered to be the darkest... Darth Vader beer in the whole world. That anyone who's drinking an American beer is going to look at that and go, "No way, I'm drinking that." What's its Pantone color? I'm guessing there's a
0: lot of uh, K in the CYNK. Yeah, there's a lot of K. That's <clears throat> um, Guinness. We got a. It's a four-pack of cans. Oh, we have a. We no, have, we're, we're,
1: we're getting there. Here, is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's basically Pantone Black Two C. Yep, Black 2C. Yep. And so here it is. The uh, RGB is 60, 54, 37. That's really dark. <laughs> <laughs> Guinness, uh, for the longest time,
0: you couldn't get this effect coming out of a, a bottle or a can until they spent millions and millions and millions of dollars. Is this in the right place? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, to come up with this little plastic thing, uh, any of you at home tinkerers. Get out your gloves, your safety goggles, and your OSHA-approved tools. Open up a can of Guinness, and you'll find this strange little plastic thing that lives inside.
1: It's like a little round bead with yeah. a hole in it. Yeah, it's like an like 18-sided die. Yeah. For the uh, – the, the, I don't think anybody knows who's listening to that, to the show, is going to know what that is. Anybody who's our age who has
0: a <clears throat> computer – Whether or not they played Dungeons and Dragons knows what an 18-sided die is.
1: Yeah, but I had, you know, 18, 20. The four was the coolest one as far as I was concerned. (laughs) Because it's a little triangle, right? It's like you you throw it, it goes bounce, 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 and there it is. It's one, two, three, four. Ah. Excellent. Geeky. (laughs)
0: Isn't that part of the goal here? It is part of the goal. Where's our mission statement? You said you were getting me a mission statement. We so have a mission statement inside help, damn you, show.
1: help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer. So here we have, basically we have in front of us the Budweiser of another country. That is this, so well stated. <laughs> so if you were to, Oh, this is the best part about the show. So if you're, I thought if, the best part about the show was the homework, John. No, the whole Well, this okay, is cuz no, quietly. So, so, no, so this is part of the homework from last week. <laughs> okay. Remember for uh what's in Nico's fridge? Yes. Nico said get a get a Guinness and rip it apart and find the widget. And we're saying get a Guinness
0: Put on your safety goggles and your gloves, <laughs> and OSHA-approved set of tools, yeah, and
1: safely open the can. Don't, don't listen to Miko. Okay, I'm going to sip some beer so you can keep talking. So the idea of this beer is this: this beer turns out to be about four and a half percent. It's not a big, it's not a big alcoholic beer, so you can drink this beer all day long, and catch a buzz. But it's not that – it's not a big, big beer. Still go beat up some soccer Exactly. Beans. The other thing about this beer is that it's not – it's it's almost – it is a light beer. It's low calorie. It's low calorie. So by comparison to the Pilsen – Probably the Hefeweizen. The Hefeweizen. The Hefeweizen is going to be – we're going to call it 300. This is like 140. Yes, uh, I'm making up those numbers. we we'll actually. Figure Technically, out. it's 125, 125 calories per 12
0: fluid ounces. That's, uh, but roughly, this is running uh, a little bit above Amstel Light. Mm-hmm. Another beer I wouldn't buy. <laughs> I don't think we're
1: going to be getting any. We're never going to have the Amstel Light on the show, and we're never going to talk about that. That's beer. what girls drank. I'm watching myself. Like uh, you're watching yourself.
0: Oh, when I get fat, it all goes to my butt. Yes, please, get fat. Um, the so
1: Guinness, the has <laughs> um, Guinness has been around for... the bigger the cushion, the better the pushing, so
0: I've been told. Guinness has been around for since 1759, and uh, since about, what, 10 years ago, you can actually get it in a can that makes this was it a big, like in a pub.
1: This is a big deal. When this came out... The special little widget thing. Because
0: uh, I prefer – I don't like – well, I, I don't search out Guinness, but Guinness is something you can find universally. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a previous cast, I talked about my friend who said you know, when she got – when she wanted to meet people who spoke English at, as a native language, and I've heard this from a bunch of people, yeah. and you're traveling someplace strange in the world, you go to an Irish bar because there are Irish bars everywhere. And uh, Guinness is always found. It's just one of these benchmarks. And when you said, John, this is the Budweiser of another style, <laughs> it's absolutely true. It's a very competently, well-constructed, universally available beer. They may not brew it. Um, this I'll look it. for it. Yeah, okay. Um, is it going to be brewed in Canada like the show the other week? Where I don't everything- know. Oh, no, this says it's brewed in Ireland by Guinness nice. &
1: Company at St. James Gate. Well, good for them. Um it travels really well in a can, because it's basically painted black, and uh, it, uh, it's not going to spoil. It's probably good for a long time, because it's under pressure. Um, you don't have to really worry about the born-on date on this.
0: And this is a beer that goes around the world, brewed around the world, shipped to God only knows where. He does. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, We do record the
1: show on Sundays in lieu of church. <sighs> It is our church. <laughs> Although we were access denied, almost our uh, our pre-show. That's true. But we did get feedback from a uh, hair professor.
0: Yes, we learned many many things. We constantly strive
1: to refine the show to a tight, hard edge. So you know what I was. So I, who knew this this part. I was blown away when I found out that the Guinness Book of World Records is actually made by the guys that make this beer. Yeah. I didn't know that. To settle bar arguments. Yeah, to settle bar arguments. <laughs> you but, didn't know that? No, no, I, I knew, I, well, you know, like up until five years ago. So I've been, <laughs> I have, you know, I've had a Guinness Book of World Record for the longest time. I'm telling you, mate, the cheetah's the fastest land animal. <laughs> That's a, what, Australian, that wasn't really... Irish, was it? No, it was Australian. But I didn't know that the Guinness Book of World Records was sponsored by Guinness. And then, you know, because this was something from my childhood. Right. You know, like, you know, how many eggs can somebody eat? How how fast (laughs) can somebody run? In fact, they had to take all the eating things out. They don't really do those anymore. And the drinking things. All the drinking stuff got taken out. Like, how fast can somebody drink a beer? What is the largest fried chicken ever produced? I don't know. I don't know either. That's why we have that book. But then to find out, you know, in my, it's kind of like when you rewatch all the Bugs Bunny stuff (laughs) as an adult, you're like, oh my, that is the funniest thing I've, I can't believe that, you know, and when, when you're a kid and you're watching Bugs be a cross dresser and it's Uh no big deal, you're like, oh yeah, he just dressed up as a girl to get the thing. It's like. Wait a minute, he does that really, really well
0: <laughs> I was always sort of interested in the, the sort of mid-range Bugs Bunny Where the backgrounds for the, uh, the background animation was very surrealistic And you got trees where they were like squiggly lines Where oh, they yeah. didn't color inside the lines I like that But what does that have to do with Guinness And why somebody would be drinking Guinness Instead of a beer that comes in a can that you can buy at the gas station
1: Three things Okay. This beer has some weird things that are that you're that you'll be tasting. It has a it has a sour almost moss finish. And like why would I want to tra- why would I want to taste that? The reason is this. If you're starting to taste those things, that means that other stuff is going to start to be accessible to you. The the thing with Guinness is that it's that when you first taste it it, it it starts off clean You know, almost like the bud It doesn't have really bad characteristics It's not super sweet It doesn't announce itself with a, a lot of hops It's just It's just No, you
0: don't taste hops in this no, beer No,
1: there's no Boy, I don't even know if they use hops
0: <laughs> I, I, This is not a Gruet, John <laughs> Sorry, well, Gruet is a beer graduate school I would, term I would,
1: I, would say, I would say this this is probably, on a scale of IBUs, an 8, which is lower IBUs than a Budweiser. Probably. Because a Budweiser is 11, and if this is 8, then uh, then it's... Uh, then who is number 1? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, you can send us email and ask us about all these strange, strange comments that we make here and there. If you're not getting where we
1: uh, wander off with who is number one. Oh, yeah. I do. I know who number one is. Okay. So here's the thing on the iTunes thing, if you go and search for beer and then click on podcasts, we were number two. We're second on the list, only beaten out by the man show. You know, I was actually doing a reference to The Prisoner. It was a. Oh, who's number one? <laughs> I was like,
0: the man show is number one. <laughs> anyway, we never know who number one is. On no, we never did find out who number one was. But uh, yeah, we're just burning up the
1: charts at iTunes. And that's all thanks to you, our listeners. Exactly. Keep subscribing and tell your friends to listen to the show. Because without them listening then uh, and catching up, Oh, You got to catch up. Yeah. Well, they don't have to catch up. They just have to listen. That's the beauty of a podcast. You mean you don't have to do this this whole thing sequentially? Nope. You can
0: go from the beginning. But then, if you listen from the beginning, you'll find out that I like Guinness in draft in bottles better than Guinness on drafter in cans.
1: <clears throat> well, if you listen to it out of order, yeah, Guinness in a bottle was tasty. I just tell everybody to listen to Rockstar Bartender to start. <laughs> Which might crash your iPod if I if I don't get that fixed soon. Oh. but no,
0: Guinness in cans is a completely different thing from Guinness in bottles, and it's all because of the widget thing that deals with the nitrogen in the can and gives it the uh, the beer the whole smooth creamy
1: thing. It's the that, same. It's the same process that gives a scuba diver the bends. Wow. Or keeps a scuba diver from getting the bends. No, it's the same processes. This thing. Uh huh. Simula- so when you open this and, and this goes like that and it starts to wheeze, yeah, that's the same thing as if a scuba diver came up from, from 100 feet too fast. Really? Yeah. It's basically releasing the bubbles, releasing the nitrogen that's in solution in the diver's blood. Um, and because, of, the, uh, because of, of joints and because of the way that uh, that all works... It comes out of solution and becomes bubbles. Well, you know what happens with bubbles? Bubbles make other bubbles because they that, that attracts that. Okay. So because you have this – this is probably three atmospheres in here. No, it's not that much. It's probably uh, 10 psi. Okay. Then we have another can. We can actually squish it, but it's probably 10 psi. <laughs> so when you open this, because this is under pressure and the, the normal air is not, then all that nitrogen goes – <laughs> exactly makes that wheezing sound yeah. and uh, it shows up and then that makes the beer bubble
0: and makes the beer like it is like it is when it is served in a pub pulled from a traditional cask or traditional nitrogenated keg by a lovely irish girl named deirdre $5 to anybody who can tell me who is the lovely Irish. What pub does the lovely uh, Irish last name Deirdre work at? And there are two correct answers. Cool.
1: <laughs> That's your homework. That's your homework. No, it's not your homework. <laughs> I wish we had more uh, uh, listener mail to talk about, but I do have some. If
0: you know, if I wanted to send you an email, John, and this is something I've been wondering because I don't know where to send you email, or if you want to send me email um, – What's our email address? I don't think we've ever come up with that because I don't think we want people talking to us. Or, well,
1: Are we generally unfriendly? No. it's it, Yours is easy. It's just motor at beerschool.com. Wow. How do you spell beer school? B B I R E. No, you spell it just <laughs> like it's beer school. <laughs> and uh, if you want to send an email to me, it's just john at beerschool.com. Um, you can leave off the just. It's john at beerschool.com. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's time for listener mail. Do listener a, mail. Do we have a mail song yet? We don't have a mail song. You know,
0: I, can I sing a song? Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get letters every day. <laughs> mailman, mailman, there's up. All
1: right. So this is a this is this is a crossover email. It's not a cross dresser email. It's just I got this. I got this from. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I'm on a bunch of different podcasts, right? And so a lot of people don't know you personality. Who I am, as opposed to me. So it starts off. So, Mr. Pizza, several months ago, I found myself in the highly sought after yet inev- inevitable, and unenviable position of being caught up on the Brewing Network archives. You can, I'm sure, imagine my complete dismay as my commute is 90 minutes. Each way, Jesus. FM being forever ruined for me. I began my search for other podcasts of interest. Today, nine miles from work, the impossible happened. Two separate worlds met in that little pocket of slightly man but fragranced air known as my car interior. (laughs) I know and love you as a brother from the Brewing Network Army. A man of idiocy, ass hattery, home brewery, 21 Airy, and the like. But I nearly shit myself near the end of this week's Mac break. A voice known as John Foster, no relation, right? Tells of his new podcast, beerschool.com. Holy shit, I almost had to pull over. A little like finding out that the swingline stapler guy is actually the Dread Pirate Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that comes from Push Eject, who does all the music and the intros and outros for uh, The Brewing Network, actually now known as The Sunday Show. He sounds like a clamper. He does sound like a clamper.
0: (laughs) All the ass-hattery and (laughs) man-buttery and... Why is it when all the dirty words finally find their way into our show? It's because you're reading a letter from somebody who listens to the Brewing Network. No offense, we love the Brewing Network. John sent
1: them pizza last week. I did. I, it was a drunken moment. No, we were watching. It was so fun. We were sitting at the at the uh, at the Twenty One A after we got to. Do you get got, the feeling we like the Twenty First Amendment? Watch we were, we were there, and
0: so we were watching the we were watching
1: Amendment dot com. We were watching the 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 uh, the chat. Yes, the live feed on the chat, and the feed comes over. It's like send us pizza. I'm like, okay, we'll send them pizza. <laughs> Domino's did not deliver to there, and so I'm like, okay, who's it was Roundtable, right? Yeah, it ended up being Roundtable, but it was funny because it was like, well, who delivers pizza to you guys? And then you know they said Roundtable, and then. We looked it up online, called him up, gave him a credit card, then sent him two pizzas. <laughs> and 30 minutes later,
0: they're like, hey, pizzas are here. And, you know, as opposed to most other delivery pizzas, Roundtable is a really good pizza.
1: I like that pizza.
0: Yeah. So, what have we learned from all this, John? Well, we've
1: learned that a couple of things Guinness comes in a can as well as a bottle. Yeah, but we already knew that. No, what I was going to say is this: we've learned that because beer comes in different colors, you cannot judge the beer that you are about to drink based on what it looks like. I had green beer yesterday; it tasted like it was still yellow beer. Exactly, because Trumer makes really tasty beer, <laughs> no matter what color it is. The other thing is is that all these beers from from everywhere, Modelo. Guinness uh pilsner uh the the <laughs> pilsner, uh Dortekwell w- Hefeweizen all those beers the thing that is about them is that the beer that is quote the local beer the one that everybody in that region is drinking that's their budweiser ah this guinness is the working man's beer in Ireland and that's what it was for the longest time. This the modello, the negro modello is just a different style that was that was brought from Germany and introduced to that market and then became okay, we like this beer a lot. In fact, I have a friend who considers who considers this beer, the negro modello to be the best beer in the whole world. Cool. I'm like, wow, that's a bold statement, sir. But <laughs> But My fine gentleman, you make bold statements as you are here in
0: front of me. <laughs> but
1: he's kind of right because, you know, what? if you had a choice to pick a beer that, that would stand up to lots of different needs, going well with food, being enjoyed without food, being on the beach, that beer is a fine beer. Also, of the four beers,
0: three of them are sort of the benchmarks for the style.
1: Guinness is the benchmark for the stout style. Guinness
0: is the benchmark. Pilsner Urquell is the benchmark. And for American Hefeweizens, Widmere is the – they they planted the flag.
1: Yeah. So, wow, benchmark beers. Like the 21A uh, Bitter American. That's not a Soon benchmark to be beer. the best beer ever. <laughs> when they put it in cans. Besides Rattaburger. When they put it in cans next year. Oh, uh, you mean watermelon wheat?
0: That's the benchmark for all watermelon beers.
1: <laughs> no, I was going to say the 21A IPA. That's the – that um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's the benchmark beer for all IPAs. So when we draw out our little chart, that goes at the top mm-hmm. of the chart? Yep. Okay. And everything goes left or right from there, from from that. A lot of people would – ar- Actually, I would, I would argue
0: against that. I would argue that the benchmark for IPAs is Liberty Ale because I'm a tool of Fritz Maytag. <laughs> and then from Liberty Ale, you come down to – Five or six different beers. Okay, so I'm going to... Tasty, delicious IPAs that don't taste like you're chewing on a bag of hops would be 21A IPA.
1: That's true. Okay, West Coast IPAs then. OG, man. OG, man. Here comes the duck mobile. Oh, the ducks. That is the... So have you ever watched the duck drive out of the water? No, where does the duck drive? Just right right down there? Right there, yeah. (laughs) It's
0: kind of fun. Professionally, in my other life... uh, we had to uh, – we were writing a report where uh, the transit agency wanted to use ducks. Ducks are amphibious vehicles, and they're fine if you're driving around. They can drive down the street. It's basically boats with tires, and they take off, and
1: then they go into the water. You know what's cool about driving uh, – or about a duck? What? Is that as it's driving down the road, the rudder still works, <laughs> right? So Because it's hooked up to the steering wheel. There's no difference. So – when you're, when you're stuck behind the duck and it's turning right or left, you can see the rudder go. <laughs> it's kind of funny. So what we've done is we've given you uh,
0: a spot to go from your benchmark beer, which would be something you find in a can at a gas station along the interstate, to other beers that – Sort of set up a style and different direction to go in, but they're not that much of a jump from
1: whatever you get in the can of the gas. Station. Exactly, because well, they are the benchmark beers. Right? Was that intentional or accidental? I think it was accidental. Yeah, pretty much.
0: But it was a happy accident. All right. So, what's
1: the homework for next week? I don't
0: know. You're the uh, one who comes I'm up, with the come
1: up with the homework. So the homework is it
0: to send us a thousand dollars each yet?
1: No. Okay. damn. No. <laughs> okay. So you have two. I gotta part- buy Easter eggs. Easter eggs, you have to buy peeps. Oh, um, I do have to buy peeps.
0: I'm going to a party where the uh, you have to make a, uh, there's going to be a contest who could build the best
1: Easter diorama out of peeps. <laughs> so you know what the best way to eat peeps is what you put them on a stick and stick them in the fire and roast them like marshmallows. Uh huh. And the 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 uh, the the, sh- the sugar on the outside caramelizes and it's really good. <laughs> I don't think it goes with any beers though. On our list, homework for next week is this: You should go if you didn't do it last week. You have to do. You have to do the Guinness with a widget. The Guinness with the widget. You have to pull the widget out, inspect it, and see it, and that. If you have a chance, side by side it with a Guinness out of a out of a keg, can bottle. No. Dude, keg keg. Okay. Right? Meaning that you're going to sneak your you're going to sneak your Guinness in a, in a in a in a can into the pub and then you're going to to taste them side by side. Or buy a keg of Guinness and take it home. No one's going to buy a keg of Guinness. That's not going to work. But
0: You know, John, I try to come up with ideas and you just shoot them down. <laughs> then
1: then we have to do the how to make a kegerator show. That's not you – know, well, what you do is you just – just poke a hole in a fridge and put a keg in it. And... I had a friend
0: <laughs> – I, I had a friend who had his, his beer fridge and his regular fridge and his kitchen. And it's when his girlfriend uh, – actually, the second place they lived together after they moved in together – And there was a party, and one of her friends, no offense to women, but one of her friends goes, what a cute magnet. And she pulls open the tap handle on the refrigerator, and beer starts to come out, and she starts screaming. She doesn't close the tap handle. She just stands there and screams as beer comes out of the tap.
1: (laughs) All right. Your homework, your real homework for next week is to... Find That's a true story too. <laughs> it's a hilarious story. It's to try, <laughs> <laughs> is to try the 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 four beers that we've just tried. Okay. To find a Pilsner style beer, to find a Hefeweizen style beer, Negro Modelo you can probably find anywhere in the United States, but tougher in Australia, and uh, <laughs> and Guinness Stout, and and do this flight with your friends. Right. The, or
0: fine, I mean, you can, uh, for the Pilsner Quill uh, and the Nate, both the Pilsner Quill and the Negra Modella, um, Spaten uh, would probably work if you do it with the, the Spaten pillow. Bexdark. <laughs> or Bexdark for Negra Modella would probably be roughly the same thing. Uh, and, oh, or uh, even St.
1: Pauli Girl, but St. Uh, Castle. New, Newcastle It's a brown yeah. Newcastle brown Well it's yeah. a different style But yeah it's also yeah, it, it's, a, it, it's in that same It's in that same It's Pantone. a good accessible yeah, Sort of exactly. it's the
0: same Pantone
1: color <laughs> <laughs> That was the best idea We ever had on that show Besides having Rockstar bartender on <laughs> Which actually We found out crashes iPods <laughs> Rockstar <laughs> Damn All right. So go out and Find the beer Drink it And take a step up Tell your friends. Take a step up. Hey, we're going to have a, uh, a step up party. There we go. All right. This thing that you've been listening to is called beerschool.com. Who are you? I'm John Foster. I'm Motor. Class dismissed. dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of beer left over. I know. We got to keep drinking. Uh. <laughs> nice. Nice. Sweet. Uh, well that, you know what this show really worked, yeah, I thought you know i didn 't really know how it was going to go, and it kind of folded itself into a neat mess <laughs> and our uh, realization that these are sort of benchmarks
0: yeah how was, how did that happen that we got benchmark beers that no, wasn 't no, no. on purpose, and what would be Negro Modelo... If you wanted the benchmark for that, you would. It would probably be a Munich, some beer out of Munich. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know what it would be though. Because Spaten, it's not. It's a. It's a. It's a dark Munich beer. So it'd be like Spaten Dark. Spaten Dark. Um, but I think a very interesting future show would be comparing the progeny of German-style beers with the German originals.
1: See, yeah, we need to do that. That would be... And you know where we should do that show? Uh, Germany. Germany. Yeah. No, the only, <laughs> the only place we can probably get, pull that off would be down the street at City Beer. They probably have those beers there.
0: Well, no, we can... I mean, we can go out and we can find, we can find, like, Spaten and... and yes, one please for me too as Thank well. Thank you. How did you know that was the beer that I wanted?
1: That's the beer that I wanted. Do
0: you notice how though that uh, Negra Modelo takes the, they do the traditionally correct thing and they take the foil and wrap it all the way up over the cap,
1: but Pilsner Urquell is just there for decoration now. Interesting. Makes it in more inexpensive. It's yeah, because that's a tough <clears throat> that's a tough thing to do. Yeah. Opener, please. Opener. I barely know her. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: uh, what? what? She only works one night a week now. Yeah. She's funny. <laughs> uh, as we pour more beer into our glasses, that's a problem when we get away from things that we
1: can't buy as singles. We have to buy six packs. Exactly. Of everything. Although to keep your fridge full for the week, <laughs> there's still a Rataburger in the uh, not a Rataburger a still, There's still a Hogarden in the uh, in the fridge. Oh, that's all for you. Oh, man, down here, at, what did you? Uh, is it bad corned beef? No. <laughs> fortunately, that's not going to come through the microphone. No. Oh, my God. So what did you do for St. Pat's? I hung out at the 21st Amendment Excellent. for a bit. And then I went to O'Neill's for a bit. And then I went to... Uh, then I went to... Some other place. No, I went to Toronado for a bit. I went for one beer. Holy moly. Yeah, I was rolling late. And you ate something, yeah exactly see
0: i was it was uh, triple <laughs> it was triple rock, it was triple rock at opening, actually, it was seven minutes before opening, and uh, walked in the door and unfortunately uh, there's been turnover there, so uh <coughs> john's about to kill himself with his own <laughs> fart that's how bad the fart is uh, <coughs> We got in there seven minutes at a time, and I said, you know, it's seven minutes to help, and they said, no problem, just come and sit down. So my friend and I sat down there quietly, and this group of about four people walked in. And they sat down, and the uh, server said it would be about five minutes, and they sort of looked at each other and got up and left. And it, John's eyes are watering. Uh, <laughs> i laughing so hard. And I look at, I look at my friend, and there, there are only four people in the bar. There's the bartender, a server, myself, and my friend. And after these people walk out the door, I go, where the hell do they think they're going? Where are they are going to get a beer faster than the five minutes they'd wait until they'd serve here? <laughs> they There's no five. place within five minutes to get a beer at that time of the day. I just found that strange. And then we, uh, as the group gathered, we tromped up the hill to uh, beautiful Strawberry Canyon, high above the Berkeley campus, where the pitch is for Cal's uh, for the Cal rugby team, and watched Cal demolish Stanford eighty-three uh, nothing. Rugby scores like football; it scores five and two at a time. So it's five to get over the goal line, two when you kick the thing in. And uh, it could have been probably a hundred and forty something, but <laughs> they
1: forty to nothing.
0: They made it through the half. The scoring went quickly through the half. I think it was 60-something, nothing at the half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it slowed down a lot because they put in, you know, the the small children and the ones that are missing limbs and the ones that just crawl down the field. And they were still kicking Stanford's ass. Uh, and then from there, we went down to uh, Barclays for a little bit of St. Patrick's joy. Cool. <clears throat> and then uh, post-Barclays, back over to 21st Amendment uh, and... Then time to go home. Time to go home. Exactly. Yeah. I was rolling late. I don't know why. You're working hard, John. I'm trying. You got your your uh, your ladle in so many pots. As we
1: found from a from a, a fan mail. From fan mail, yes. From push eject. We love push eject. We love everybody
0: at the Brewing Network.
1: Except
0: Daniela. No, we love Daniela. I'm not. Too she sure. left. I'm not too sure about JP. I don't trust people who can't get served at the tornado. You're calling him out on the show.
1: <laughs> he's not like, like JP, I love you. you like if he's you come ever, to the tornado, I will buy you all your beers. Like I was at the tornado because
0: you can't get served.
1: I was at the tornado last night. I was there for all of three minutes and I had a beer. I don't know what his problem is. Who was bartending? Uh guy with the long hair. Polly's the toughest. Polly Polly is the toughest. Just, Although be,
0: the, just be ready. I walked. I walked in. Wait. Ah, God. Di- oops. There. No, it is. That was pretty. It, the, that the, was anticlimactic. If they were to the, put something in the dictionary next to anticlimactic, it would be me opening that bottle right there with the titanium thing. Oh, so uh, they make those still. I know. You can order them. Everybody can have a titanium bottle opener from Anchor.
1: I thought that it was like a limited edition kind of thing, but no. Nope. I'm, I'm not that cool. Go to the brewery, get a titanium keychain, five bucks. Five bucks.
0: <laughs> Back to the Tornado and Polly. Yeah. I remember walking in the Tornado probably about a year and a half ago, and he's all like, hey, check this out, check this out. And it's this gigantic glossy Japanese magazine. It's about beer. And their premiere issue, they have the tornado in it, and the main center spread is Paulie porn. Cool. Of and I went online to try and find a copy, couldn't find it. But it was hilarious. It was like this big, oversized, glossy magazine, all in Japanese with loud, kanji yeah. shouting headlines and wild colors. If you can, and shout the color, in kanji. the cover is tornado, and it's like you go inside and it's like eight pages on the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem with the Tornado now. Can I go off here's go why I ran on the Tornado. I was flying someplace on United once and I opened up Hemisphere's magazine, which is United Airlines uh you know, in flight magazine, and they had an article on going to drink beer at the Tornado. And at that point I go, It's all over. <laughs> the masses. That's up- that's why the bartenders get a little upset there now. Of course. Because you get numb nuts. Does that <laughs> That's a that's a French term. Nuts! It's named after Napoleon, his third cousin. No, um, <laughs> you can say Numbnuts. Th- th- read their uh, read their Hemispheres magazine when they're out here for the the big uh, you know industrial pump show at Moscone. And go, oh, let's, let's go get beers at this beer place the Tornado. And they walk and they go, hey, hey, hey. And they wave their $20 beer. Yeah. $20 bill. Hey, hey, can you wait on us? Uh, we'd like uh, the strongest beer we have. And they have two and they get obnoxious. And the bartenders just have to deal with all these jerk-offs. I've got a Tornado story. We should actually have a <sighs> I may Espinoza in here sometime. That, we can do that. My accomplice in beer drinking road trips um, – We've got a great Tornado story where there was almost a brawl at the bar once. <clears throat> I, I saw a brawl an, at the bar. An all-out, like, Western movie style.
1: No way. Like, with, with bottles breaking and give me a... And horses running around unbridled. <sighs> wow. <laughs> no, I was involved with a the, with the bar fight. Really? Yeah, basically the guy orders a beer and... He doesn't pay for it right away. Uh-huh. You know, that's this is etiquette, right? If you order a beer, you don't run a tab at the Tornado. There is no tab at the Tornado, right? Norm would never be able to buy a beer at the get a beer. There are no credit cards. There are no tabs. No cat. No nothing but cash.
0: You have to basically Tornado is advanced. Uh, it's either. Uh, it's probably PhD level beer drinking,
1: pretty much. Well, the coolest thing about besides the fact that it is a, kind of a Intimidating looking bar It is the, probably one of the most intimidating <laughs> places I've ever been But the thing is, is that you can say I'm going to do a flight of IPAs I'm going to do a flight of Pilsners I'm going to do a flight of Belgiums, I'm, I'm going to have a p- triple backflip Belgian I'm going to go I'm going to try local Local uh, pails There is somebody Okay, let me paint a picture Okay
0: Right now, it's probably about sunset in Western Belgium, mm-hmm. and there's somebody slaving away in a small outbuilding outside a rural house in a in a in you know farm country, making a beer right now, and you're going to be able to get that beer within the local pubs within you know ten or twenty miles or kilometers, as the Europeans like to say. Yeah. Of that farmhouse and at the Tornado. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe RFD or, or monks or something. It's kind of
1: a funny thing because I don't think I've ever sent a beer back at the Tornado ever. Except for one time. The beer was infected. It was bad. And I'm like, this beer is not good. The guy's like, no. I'm like, yeah, it taste it. He's like, oh, you're right. Spins the tap handle off unplugs the line, and that's it. That beer is is done. Yeah. And he was like, sorry about that. Now what would you like? Exactly. And, you know, it's the beer geeks like me and you. I'm not going- a beer geek. I'm not Those are the guys who write notes when they drink. Uh, yeah, that's right. We're not beer geeks. That's right. You know what? We don't keep notes. We don't keep the labels. John, <laughs> if we were beer geeks, we'd have all of our facts right on this show. We get our facts wrong, <laughs> as we found out from uh, people calling in. And, uh, and uh, telling us that... But, you know, facts are only for people who like to paint
0: inside the lines. And we sometimes paint outside the lines. And that's where we get the uniqueness yep. to what this thing is.
1: <laughs> Pilsner Urkel. It means the Urkel of Pilsner. This has a really cool glass, this beer.
0: Isn't, yeah. Isn't that that There's little
1: like, texture and... No, no, no. The, it's three dimensional. The beer when you get this in a proper pub where you get this isn't that the beer that's like in that Well the Pilsner glass is traditionally the tall skinny glass. Yeah, but this is the one that isn't a Pilsner glass. It's like that or is that the trumer glass that I'm thinking of? The Trumer glass is the
0: big test tube. The the square it's yeah. it's a big uh it's a big stengi. But the Stengi is the traditional glass that the Kolsch is poured into. Oh okay. So, so the the, the so, so, is, I was drinking at at Barclays yesterday. You know what Arnold Schwarzenegger says no. when they hand him a beer? This is not a truma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For the folks at home, John, I'm spit beer out. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The uh, um, you know, the Kolsch at Magnolia yes. comes in that in, in that, the Stangy. that cool glass. Yes. And I'm surprised that they even have those glasses still because... Dave cares. No, it's such a cool glass that I'm sure the theft rate of those glasses is like two to one. On my big
0: long trip to Germany in two thousand four, people a- I asked, you know, what do you what do you want me to come back with? And one of my friends said, I want you know a real a real stanky from yeah. some pub. So I was at, shown I forget what they're what, sending you the bill now. Just what so you know I paid for these. Oh. I was at the bar and I asked the guy behind the bar, I'd like to take some glasses home as a as a As a you know a souvenir, how many would you like? yeah a dozen, so he walks back in the kitchen and he gets like about a four foot sheet of tin foil. He goes over to where all the clean glasses are, he takes them off the shelf, puts them on tin foil, I asked for a dozen, takes them, wraps them up in the tin foil, hands them to me, and he goes, uh twelve euro that 's it that 's it that 's cheap at double the price <laughs> i know <laughs> and then um to get them back, because the, the Stange is a, it's a small 7-ounce glass yeah. that's sort of like a test tube. It's square in cross-section. Um, uh, to get them back, and it's also nice, fine, thin glass. To get them back, I took them, I put dirty socks into them and wrapped each one of them in a sock oh. and then put them all in my bag. Worked fine. Cool course I washed them before I gave them to my friends <clears throat> no you gave them dirty sock glasses
1: dirty sock glasses you know what it's like
0: kissing a woman who's got athlete's foot under her tongue no <laughs> <laughs> when have you done that no that's <laughs> silly John where would you get that impression <clears throat> I don't know baby uh. your breath smells like Desnex.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true the show is degraded to uh x jokes. When beer shows go down to Desinex. Cool. Yeah. Who's that little kid running
1: around here? I don't know. Hey, kid. Oh, bring me the can. The can. <clears throat> the, uh, uh... Oh, check this out. This is the the coolest thing. This can here? Yeah, can right there.
0: You know what this guy's brother did? All right, so... This guy's got a pretty famous brother too. This
1: guy, so this is a cool can. So this is an unbeered unsealed can. This came off of the line or was a was a test whatever and it has no it's it's never had contained beer. It's and it was a fine american pilsner that, or lager that went into that can at the time. <clears throat> well, and so it's a beer from uh what 30 years ago. This is a this is a can from thirty years ago. So I'm holding in my hand a Billy Beer unbeard can, and uh, you, if you see the, we'll take a picture of this so that everyone can see. It's got the lip ready to go for the top oh, for yeah. the seal, and um, there it is. So Billy Carter, brother to Jimmy Carter, and sadly Billy is no longer with us. Yes, um, had he knew, this, he knew too much. Had this beer made for himself, or somebody made this in honor of him? But the cool thing is this: this really is a landmark thing. Jimmy Carter enabled all of craft beer. True dat. By taking off, by finally getting rid of all the stupid laws about you know brewing or he basically it. legalized homebrewing and then exactly. a lot of out- offshoots from that. So homebrewing became legal again. Instead of being illegal, um, they defined what uh, what a brew pub could make in terms of volume in a year, and uh, it'll also allowed for craft brews like Anchor Steam to really start to thrive again. So, up and in- his brother was characterized
0: as a raving alcoholic. And a little bit crazy. His, his brother would show up a little bit drunk to a couple of state functions. How
1: cool is that? But
0: um, ended up he had a, a beer made for him, and it's got his name on it, and it's,
1: it's called Billy Beer. <laughs> it's like, and it says on the can, I had this beer brewed up just for me. I think it's the best I've ever tasted, and I've tasted a lot. I think you'll like it too. And then there's the signature down on the bottom. And what has Jeb Bush done? Well... Or Neil. Didn't make us a beer. Didn't make us a beer. (laughs) Stole a presidency. Spent zillions of dollars in the name of gas. Okay, now we're... You've had a lot of gas today. Man. What's what's
0: Amy Carter up to these days? Oh. She, She had an awkward teenage phase. Oh, you know... What didn't did she, she get she?
1: kidnapped by the SLA? No, she didn't. get... Oh, that was Patty Hearst. That was Patty Hearst. She uh, was an advocate of a, of a something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I'm pretty sure she did a lot of work with you know that stuff. You know, was it Apes in the Jungle?
1: You know that that guy who was dating that girl. You know, you know the movie where they were like they were dancing and then, oh, the one where
0: they were dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, owned a bookstore. Or was that a, was that a, no, no, no. No, they both own bookstores. She, she, she uh, it was, she was a lapidariist. Or was she a haberdasher?
1: Oh. Do you have this in Brown? <laughs> do you have this in Brown? Hey, uh
0: big festival coming up. Hmm. The Firkenfest. The Firkenfest. I think the remote mic, I think the taser has to come out We have to have, the, do,
1: we have to do the taser at, uh, at the Firkenfest. <clears throat> For all of you, millions and millions of listeners, all, uh, all eleven
0: of you, book your tickets to the uh, what? The seventh mm-hmm. of uh, April, the Triple Rock Firkin Fest. Do not miss this fest. No, like I said, it's the only place where you're going to find me pouring beer because I don't have to deal with a tap. A firkin is a traditional container; uh, the beer comes out of it. it's poured naturally. So all you have is a little gravity. Gravity it's got no head, you just let it. Well, we
1: talked about gravity a couple of times, <clears> but it's what keeps, keeps the, the beer, beer in, in the glass. The... Yeah. Hey kid, give me a planet.
0: And not Uranus. <laughs> Cuz everybody knows Uranus
1: is full of foul gas.